With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is attorney Larry Rowe. Question. Do you realize that simple planning can limit creditor claims against your estate assets? Call me, 304-925-1333 or visit LarryLRowe.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of 580 WCHS or West Virginia Radio Corporation. You're listening to Ask the Expert, WCHS, the voice of Charleston. I'm Dale Cooper. Thanks for tuning in on this Tuesday morning. It is a, man, it is a pretty nice Tuesday morning out there right now. This will be another hot one today, but right now it is It is a pretty nice out there. It's uh, it's uh, sunny, and uh, the drive into work this morning wasn't much weather or anything that uh, uh, was in the way, so you should have a good time this morning, or at least a, a safe time this morning when you're driving into work, and uh, or wherever you're going, uh, to enjoy your Tuesday. In studio with me this morning, I'd like to welcome back into the studio, as uh, they're wont to do from time to time, Dr. Steve. Even Garib is here from Garib Dental Group. Dr. Garib, good morning. How are you doing this morning? Very well. How about yourself, Dale? I'm doing okay. And Dr. Henley is here as well this morning from uh, Garib Dental Group over in Canal City. Dr. Henley, good morning. How are you doing this morning? Fantastic. I need to turn your all's mics down just a little bit. Sorry Thank you. That. That, my ears were hurting. <laughs> yeah, we had a little bit of a new uh, processing unit put in here, and that uh, which is a good thing because it sounds better, but at the same time, it probably sounds a little loud to you. Is it a little better on both of your ears right now? Sound, up, sounding good oh, to me. Perfect. Yes. Okay, yes. good. Excellent. Probably should have done that before we started the show, huh? <laughs> that would be a good, right. good way to do we things. We figured out on the fly here. Yeah, that's right. You can give us a call this morning, 304-345-5858. 308-345-5858 is the number that you can call, and uh, you can get on the air with any questions that you have with uh, as far as your dental hygiene, goes. You can uh, find out more information online. It's 1-800-GREAT-CARE. 1-800-GREAT-CARE actually is the phone number that you call for Grieb Dental Group. And it's GrieveDentalGroup.com. That's G-H-A-R-E-E-B GrieveDentalGroup.com. We'll take you to uh, uh, the website where you can find all the information there. We'll talk more information as we go along today, but just kind of checking in and see how you're doing. We're kind of late in the summer now, getting ready to um, uh, get into autumn. School started a little early in Kanawha County, so you probably had the back-to-school rush for uh, for teeth cleaning and stuff like that uh, come in a little early. Uh, things going all right as far as uh, that goes? Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, doing well. People are trying to navigate the you know, getting back to school in, in a new school year that's uh, very different. Uh, even you know, it's, it's not exactly the same, but it's a lot different than it was last year, of course. Thankfully, a lot of right, in-person right. stuff going on, but uh, then there's a lot of challenges, too, so... We're we're trying to navigate that with our patients and with our staff. So uh, we're we're making it though. And the one of the big things that that seems to be in the news now um, every day with what the governor is doing with his press conferences and uh, you know it's like the 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 vaccine question is like the big thing. Pfizer just got its uh, its uh, uh, FDA approval yesterday, so that's now an official thing. As, as far as Grieb Dental Group goes, I know that you guys have always been kind of leading as far as safety and precautions go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean we're. We're definitely, uh, you know, excited that this FDA approval is coming out. Hopefully, that will 
ease some concerns. You know, that was a big concern, I believe, for many people that that uh, with the emergency use authorization for these vaccines, the question is, you know, how safe really is it? And now the FDA is starting to, to kind of verify things, and, and uh, we've, we feel a lot of relief from that. And, of course, uh, you know, big supporters of, of getting thing, getting this behind us, and I think the best way to do it at this point will be uh, through vaccination. So, so that's what we're going for. And it seems like that, that works out. Uh, once again, if you have any questions this morning, you can give us a call, uh, 304-345-5858, 304-345-5858. A bunch of things we're going to talk about this morning, and, uh, and we can, uh, and we can, uh, certainly take your phone calls in as well. But something I want to talk, we talked about this just, uh, um, uh, briefly before, and it's, uh, and it's, uh, uh, kind of clinical name has, has always thrown me off. But my mom, uh, growing up, one of the things that we, um, it's a memory, and it's funny because how memories are, but I know that at least in some way, shape, or form that this happened. Echoing throughout the house when we were kids was, and, it, and it's not what you might think. It was teeth being ground. It, it's like you could hear her teeth being ground from the basement to the to the top of the house to any room that you had in the room that there's where she would grind her teeth and it was such a loud noise at night now she eventually got a mouthpiece that we would put in which i'm sure is something we might talk about this morning but teeth grinding is a big thing and it can be with people that have severe uh teeth grinding it could be a something that that affects your quality of life yeah for sure and and what's fascinating is the increase in bruxism or tooth grinding that we've seen throughout this pandemic and and just the increased stress that people are under now is but, that stress is that stress related well it's it's largely stress related uh, there are many other factors that can contribute to it but uh, right now I think we're seeing it related to stress and just things that are on people's mind that that night their their brain doesn't want to settle down mm-hmm. and uh, and they're finding a way to exert that tension somehow and unfortunately it's uh, it's many times on your teeth but uh, dr. Henley was bringing that up he's been seeing it more in his practice now um, more recently as well. Oh, for sure. Uh, s- some of the clinical parameters that we see due to, due to bruxism are you, you, you might have a crown that has been in the mouth for like 40 years, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden it pops out, and they go, Doc, well, what just happened? And you say, do you feel like you're grinding at night? Do, does your spouse tell you tell you that, you're, that you are uh, grinding at night? And they might say, yes, I think I have. I actually have some. My muscles are a little more sore when I wake up, and it just makes sense that these crowns are popping off that that have been in there for 40 years all of a sudden and and I'm also getting so many teeth that have a cusp the cusp are are the mountains of the teeth right uh, and then there are the valleys that are in between those cusps uh, especially in the molars uh but I'm seeing these cusp fractures uh, uh daily uh because the, the 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 cusps are not made to hold the load that we are giving them throughout the day especially at night whenever we're, we're just grinding away uh, teeth are made to actually chew food and talk, not not necessarily grind away on each other uh, for eight hours while we sleep. And so uh, teeth are designed very strongly. Uh, at the same time, they're not made to <laughs> to withstand that type of trauma day, day in and day out. What all could someone, uh, left untreated, I'm assuming that this could mess with like your wear patterns and all kinds of other things, but can, can it also lead to like quicker cavities and problems like that because you're, you're uh, decreasing the, the, the surface or the, the, the enamel of the tooth or, I have no idea, I'm just asking. Like what all can happen when, uh, when you start to, to, to suffer from these problems? What are some of the, th- if folks, say you live alone, for example, you don't have anybody that's telling you, hey, you're grinding your teeth at night or whatever, um, and they don't have a, uh, and they don't have anything that might pop out, like if they had a, um, uh, a cap or something was in there. What are some symptoms that they might recognize where they, hey, maybe I'm having a problem with grinding my teeth? Sure. One of the 
biggest symptoms is soreness, soreness of the musculature. Uh, whenever you uh, might wake up, you might have that soreness in the, in the muscles. Whenever you're chewing your breakfast, you go, man, my, my jaw is just sore. My joint is not feeling right. That's, that's the number one key. And the second one is sensitivity in the teeth. Um, there are lots of reasons that we do get sensitivity, but one of them is because of a lot of grinding, a lot of bruxism that, that may occur at night uh, that is causing our teeth to uh, so-called like bruise the bone around the teeth. Uh, it's not technically bruising, but it's just a good way to explain what's happening. Uh, and that can cause a sensitivity and cause a diffuse pain uh, that can replicate some other uh, symptoms, but it's really just grinding at night. And did you have something, Dr. Stephen? No, I'm sorry. sure. Okay. I was going to talk more about the signs of it as well. That's that's a some of the very first signs are those uh, the muscle soreness, as Dr. Henley saying uh, very well. But then you start seeing those wear patterns on the teeth, as you mentioned before, and that can be very small. That can be isolated into one area. If you have one tooth that's lifted up a little bit and just out of line, uh, your brain at night it, it senses that. It says, you know, something's wrong here. And our brains are a little hyperactive anyway, so I'm going to find something to do. I'm going to find that one little tooth that's sticking up too much and grind the heck out of it until it's out of the way. Mm. Now, truthfully, sometimes you can grind it out of the way, and then you're back to somewhat a normal bite pattern. Uh, but more often than not, other teeth shift, and then so that, that can be the sign or be the reason behind an uneven wear pattern because one tooth is out of line a little bit. Then if things go untreated, other teeth continue to wear, and you get this kind of a shiny look to the teeth. You get the, instead of those pointed cusp tips, as Dr. Henley was talking before, they start to get smoothed down and flattened out. Mm -hmm. And then over time, those back teeth just become almost like a tabletop. And then, as you said, is it more susceptible to decay? Well, yes, you're into then, at that point, the second layer of the tooth called the dentin. And then things wear about three or four times as quickly because it's softer. Uh. So you continue grinding against that, and then eventually you get down to the point to where um, I'll, I'll tell patients, you know, you're 25 years old, but you've got the mouth of a 45-year-old because you've worn these teeth down so much. And then it gets to the point to where you're – it's a fascinating thing because if you think about you're wearing your teeth away, but they always stay in contact with another with one another because the actual bone and gum tissue grow with it. As the sh teeth shorten – the gums and the bone compensate and overgrow. So it gets to the point to where some people are working on, you know, like three millimeter tall teeth, very short teeth, but they're still functioning. And then there's no way to build them back up again Ooh. without building up their entire mouth right. again. You know, so it's, that's where you get into really full arch restoration of the worn dentition to be very technical about it. And it's, and it's a whole, process. Uh, so we, we try to catch these things early, and so we don't have to cross that bridge you know, years later. Uh, I never uh, thought about that before, but I guess the compensation for as the wear takes place will affect the rest of your mouth. And exactly. so, yeah, yeah that would a fascinating thing. Wow. So you may not even necessarily know from day to day that you have that problem, that you only have three millimeters of teeth or something that you're working on in the back. You may not even necessarily know that if you don't go to the dentist often enough or whatever. Yeah. And, and then suddenly you're in that situation where it's like you don't have any teeth left. I mean, yeah. that's another reason that you need to go to your regular checkups. And that's where we have our, our hygienists and all of the, uh, all of our, Doctors in the uh, building—they're all very well trained for uh, you know to to identify such things. So that's where we keep an eye on them each time you come in for your cleaning. 
but also with some of the new scanners, like we were talking about last uh, last month, that we have, they have the ability to scan your teeth today, and then we can scan them oh, again yeah. a year from now and hit a comparison, and it shows how much tooth wear has been has occurred. Very it's useful. It's the coolest yeah. thing in the world. Oh, that's very man. useful. Yeah, I can imagine how how that's definitely something that's useful. It, it's it's yet another one of those amazing things that uh, that we look at that interlock or domino effects or however you look at it, where you have an effect that's from one thing from wear or whatever else, and how can it just layer so many different effects down the Absolutely. line on things that it can affect uh, affect you and affect your quality of life. If you have any questions about those things or anything else, you can give us a call this morning, 304-345-5858. More information online, grebedentalgroup.com, G-H-A-R-E-E-B, grebedentalgroup.com. You can go there and find information. Uh, the phone number, 1-800-GREAT-CARE, will take you to the closest location near you. That could be Poca, South Charleston, Cross Lane, St. Albans, Taze Valley, Canal City. Dr. Stephen, of course, is in the South Charleston location. And uh, Dr. Henley is in the uh, Canal City location, which is the newest location for Grebe dental group uh, just a couple of baseball throws uh, away from my house as it turns out we have tons of uh, other things that we're going to talk about this morning if you wanted to talk about uh, tooth grinding if you've had a problem with that or looking for a resolution you can give us a call as far as re- resolution goes um, we, we touched on it just a little bit I, I talked about back in the day how my mom had to have a, a basically a mouthpiece uh, made for her mouth to put in overnight is that Drive it like an air cast on, a, on an ankle you know or you you have a sprained an injured area, we need to we need to splint it some way to keep those teeth from grinding against one another. Instead of grinding against the hard enamel, they're gonna one arch is gonna grind against that hard plastic. So you'll eventually wear through the plastic, but it's there to um, to help stop the process. And then what it can also do is we call it deprogramming. It gets those muscles relaxed. I got and you. once you get that. Um, that in, that tight interlocking of the teeth. Now it's going to be your teeth are hitting against a flat surface, so you don't have that ability to continually tense the muscles as much. And then eventually your muscles settle down. And sometimes it can be a temporary. Um, only it can only it need only be used temporarily. Yeah. At times, other times people are going to be wearing them. The you know in per- perpetuity so my mom's was really bad um i'm not sure how long she wore them, but at some point in time she didn't need them anymore That's so great. when i was uh, real young it was something it was just like a, a signature of our house like if you spent the night with our house <laughs> if mom it's like that's just something you would hear you would hear like the teeth i mean it's just wow. what it was you know and then she got the the mouthpiece so it went away of course and then i don't know at what point but at some point she stopped having to use that altogether too so that must have been what happened she reconditioned the muscles where it wasn't doing the grinding anymore yeah yeah if you get it to settle down there can be healing and the inflammation Inflammation changes, you know, it, it subsides, so therefore the relationship and the joints change. And we're talking about very, very tight, small spaces. So mm-hmm. any amount of inflammation can make a big difference. And it, as you said, it's that domino effect. It kind of, you know, if you move the move the arm back here, this, the lever's going way over here. So it's just, uh, it's, a, it's a very fascinating um, setup that we have in our joint and in our mouth, system, mouth uh, chewing system there. So uh, something we want to take a look at. Very closely, but um, the some patients not only have to wear them at night, and we, sometimes we have to have them in very severe cases. Mm-hmm. Have them wear it throughout the day. Oh, really? You know, okay. like all the time. And in super severe cases, like you don't take the thing out of your mouth until things are uh, are healed properly. That so must be some severe, severe wear that's going on there. Yeah, yes. yeah. uncomfortable, and, and a lot of you know very intense pain. Yeah, I would say uncomfortable. Really yeah, can drive them really baddie. So, so we're happy to help. 
I wanted to touch on before we go to the break, break upcoming here, your uh, questions and comments at 304-345-5858, We talk about, a lot about dental implants on the show. We've, uh, we've mentioned those many times in the past. And you've alluded to in the past that sometimes patients will take upon the attitude that these implants are extra human they're they're like these these android parts we're getting installed into our into our faces that uh you know you don't have to take care of as much you know they're fine they're fine the the robot uh overlords will take care of these teeth for us but that's not that's not true at all i mean you still have to take care of what you have put in your mouth is is that true or are they indestructible yeah for sure so i mean it was an interesting question someone posed to me after we did many implants on them and this was someone that had implants in and and then they asked this question that i kind of caught me off guard they said you know now that we're finished with you know doing all these. Can these ever decay? You know, do how really vigilant do I have to be taking care of these basically? And I said, you know, you, you're right. They don't decay. They're metal and titanium, and again, they're the same materials that are used in other prosthetic joints in the body. So very compatible with our with our you know being inside inside your body. So the problem though is that. They don't decay per se, but because they are a bit of a foreign object, they still are susceptible to infection, mm. really. And that's what it comes down to. It's like gum disease. Like your teeth are great. If you take really good care of them, everything is you know, copacetic, everything's good. But if you neglect them, then your teeth can become like a foreign object in your gum tissue and have a lot of debris and a lot of things built up underneath them. And then the gums become infected, and then those teeth end up, we end up losing the teeth. A dental implant is the same thing, but when the infection hits the dental implant, it's much harder to get rid of ooh, it ooh. than it is around the teeth. Mm-hmm. So long story short, they're not indestructible. They are, you cannot get a cavity per se on them, but they are still very susceptible to, uh, to infection and require routine care. Yeah, I, I would imagine if you wore gloves all the time, you would still want to make sure they were clean or wash your hands because you would still be putting, you know, uh, what point. you put in your mouth. I mean, so, uh, yeah, you want to make sure that you take care of uh, your implants as well. That makes a lot of sense. What we should do right now, let's go ahead and take our break. When we come back, we should have plenty of stuff we're going to talk about. You're going to remind me what root caries are because I know we've talked about them before and every single time I forget what, what they are. So we're going to talk about root caries a little bit and we're going to talk about smile design. You know, we're coming towards the end of the summer. Autumn's coming around the corner. You might have some uh, uh, situations where you need to make sure you look your best and so there might be weddings coming up or school pictures or something along those lines so we're going to talk a little bit more about smile design when we come back as well you can give us a call this morning at 304-345-5858-345-5858 you can find out more about Grieb Dental Group online at grebedentalgroup.com g-h-a-r-e-e-b grebedentalgroup.com and the phone number of course is 1-800-GREAT-CARE to get to the closest Grieb Dental Group office near you 1-800-GREAT-CARE we'll be back right after this you're listening to Ask the Expert WCHS the voice of Charles it's time to make a splash this summer hey it's Sydney inviting you to check out summer savings on our entire inventory at the Thornhill Motor Mile we've got your keys to summer with more vehicles more lenders more options more for your trade the savings and selection are heating up no payments for 90 days and available 0% APR on most new models burgers dogs and deals this summer with Thornhill Automotive no matter what summer adventure you have planned we have the vehicles to get you there don't miss the summer of savings on the Thornhill Motor Mile. Shop online anytime at thornhillautomotive.com. With approved credit, must qualify for all offers. See Thornhill for all details. 
You have to be tough to be the world's number one selling farm tractor. Mahindra tractors have a tough, heavy-duty steel frame so they can lift fallen trees and everything else thrown its way. And you're tough, too. You maintain roads and mend fences. You give your neighbors a hand and still make it to church on Sunday. Now that's tough. Sounds like we've got a lot in common. Mahindra, the official tractor of tough tractor pros. See them at 703 Winfield Road in St. Albans or call 304-721-2615. There's more to Appalachian Power than just providing electricity to the Mountain State. We live and work here, too. And we're active partners, volunteers, and donors in this community. Everywhere Appalachian Power serves, we work to build better communities. Being a good partner and neighbor is part of who we are. To learn more about our community efforts, visit AppalachianPower.com community. Brought to you by City National Bank, where you can get a home equity line of credit with rates starting below prime. Equal housing lender. For a convenient location near you, log on to bankatcity.com. Good morning, everyone. I'm Keith Martin from the 580 WCHS Network Traffic Studio with a traffic update. We are all clear here throughout the Charleston area. No accidents or road closures to report at this time. A reminder that there will be blasting once again taking place at 1230 this afternoon, located near the I-64 St. Albans Interchange. Five to ten minutes prior, traffic will be paced and then held at the on-ramps at St. Albans and Nitro. So stay safe out on the roadways for the rest of the day. You're listening to Ask the Expert WCHS, the voice of Charleston. I'm Dale Cooper. Thanks for tuning in on this Tuesday morning once again, welcoming into the studio this morning from Garib Dental Group. Dr. Stephen is here. Uh, Dr. Stephen, good morning once again. And uh, Dr. Carson is here from uh, the Canal City office as well. You can call us at 304-345-5858, 304-345-5858. And uh, uh, they would be more than happy to take on uh, any questions you have about your dental hygiene, about your teeth health, or uh, anything along those lines. Uh, we talked a little bit about, uh, about uh, uh, bruxism earlier. That's tooth grinding. If you have any questions about that, we talked about dental implants. And now we're going to learn a little bit about root caries. I know that we've talked about root caries before. And uh, when I got uh, midnight prep last night, I always look for that on, on uh, Tuesday mornings before I go to bed. I get my, my midnight prep. That's right. Um, man, I, without without cheating, I didn't want to look it up, but I was trying to remember from previous shows because I know we've done root caries and man, I couldn't remember a dang thing. Yeah, well, it's uh, that's the technical term. You know, the caries is the technical term for cavities, ah. basically. So, and I know that we did this before. I think the whole go. bit, I think we did before. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, with us, we have to be careful of Dr. Henley and I. We talk in the, the dental talk. Right. And, we are and such dental nerds. Yes. We, we are so sorry. So I just instinctively typed out root caries, but root cavities, I guess, would be a lot easier way to understand that. So is a root cavity different than a tooth cavity then? It's, it's a, the same cavity, the same uh, bacteria that makes it, but it's a whole nother ball of wax in uh-huh. a sense. So the issue with root caries uh, is that you it's more frequent in elderly individuals because our gums naturally recede over time, right? Well, that what happens is it exposes the roots of our teeth. People say, oh, yeah, my roots are showing, so I have more sensitivity. Well, the issue there is that you have um, less of a thickness of protection over top of the, the root and the nerve of your tooth, basically. So you, it's a lot more susceptible to sensitivity because it's thinner there, 
your tooth is thinner there, but also the material itself is weaker because you don't have enamel right there. So it's a lot more susceptible to cavities as well. So that's where as we age and those areas become exposed, then people start having cavities right at their gum line. And those start showing up, and those can be very persistent and just tough to chase because they can recur many times. And a lot of times it's also medication-related that not so much – and people come in and say that, well, I started taking this new medication, and it started giving me cavities. Well, it's not that it gave you cavities or it made your teeth softer. What happens is the most common side effect of virtually every medication out there is dry mouth. So we've talked that about that a lot as well is dry mouth. And with dry mouth, it eliminates, decreases the amount of saliva, which is your natural uh, you know, buffer against cavities. So if you have less saliva and roots are exposed, then you're going to have a lot more susceptibility for those cavities right at the, right at the gum line. Uh, is there something in a day-to-day activity like, you know, hydration, obviously, you know, a doctor anybody would tell you that hydration was important. Is hydration the same thing as having dry mouth? In other words, if you have a drier mouth, if you just drink more, is that likely to help with that? Or is dry mouth a completely separate issue that, that's kind of independent with how much uh, liquid you actually take in? No, I mean, it's drinking more fluids, more water uh, definitely is uh, going to be the first line of defense against that. If you notice that you have, you're on medications and you have dry mouth or you just develop dry mouth. That happens for some people as well. They go through a stage in their life which they just have less salivary flow, you know, less uh, they have a drier mouth than normal. So you, number one, drink water. But then that's also a big um, kind of a double-edged sword is that your, your mouth is dry, you're, you feel thirstier, you need to drink more water. But then a lot of people, instead of drinking water, they'll drink, some type of soft drink or you know and then you're adding insult to injury there because you're bathing the teeth that are already compromised in a sugary acidic substance so keep a keep watch on that as well so we encourage patients to drink just plain water if you're afflicted with dry mouth issues Um, and so that is the first step in uh, what you can do yourself but something at times a lot of people don't realize that i mean there are thousands if not millions of medications out there Right, so patients get onto one, their doctor puts them on a certain medication, and they say, well, this started giving me dry mouth, we start noticing it, and they don't think to ask their doctor if there's an alternative. Because many times, even just change in a name brand, change in a little bit of a different way that this medication affects you, can give you the same desired effect that your physician wants, but may be able to eliminate the dry mouth issue. So I encourage patients to have that discussion with their doctors as well. If they're really having dry mouth problems that we've identified as related to a medication, ask if they can get it switched up to a different one. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, it seems like it's just yet another one of those things. We have to be always have to be hyper vigilant with this, and it seems like a lot of these topics we always tie back to. I mean, really, that's the reason that you have uh, a dentist you go to. It's the reason you have regular checkups and things like that because you don't want anything, any one of these things to get too far out of line. Because with any of this stuff, early detection makes it easier to 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 resolve. And the the issue there is you have you have up to thirty two teeth in your head for you know, a normal person. So if you have and each. If you have receding gums, then you have the the cheek side, the tongue side of the tooth. I mean, it, once it starts hitting one area, it's generally hitting a lot at one time. And it can really be discouraging, demoralizing to patients. So that's a, another reason to stay on top of things. 
But um, and then we can also find proper treatments, which. Dr. Henley, you want to cover some proper treatments for dry mouth? Oh, we do, do I in ever. The office? <laughs> <laughs> so for, for root caries, I guess. Exactly. What we're talking about. So to pig- to piggyback off of what Dr. S- Dr. Stephen was saying, um, water is very important. You need to hydrate your mouth if you if you do have dry mouth. But the flip side of having the dry mouth is that your salivary glands don't just give you water and, and, and moisture in the mouth. They also give you the building blocks for the teeth to remineralize. I think we've hit on that quite a bit. And so without those building blocks, without the salivary flow due to dry mouth, uh, you're going to have a lot of uh, tooth breakdown. And so you, gotta, you can develop the root caries o- over time. Uh, but say you have some root caries, a root cavity, uh, or even any cavity, what are some treatment options? Um, we have lots of ways to treat it, and depending on goals, depending on how far the bone loss has occurred, because you're already treating the root, so there's obviously some bone loss, uh, we have different ways. The first way is just put a filling in it, right? It, it, it makes sense. You replace the decay, you, you replace the cavity with a man-made object that's very, still very strong and attaches to the teeth, but is we're never going to create the, the the perfect result that your natural teeth can. We're just substituting because uh, the decay is not is a lot weaker uh, than the than the natural natural tooth structure. We're just trying to replicate the natural tooth structure. Uh, we actually have some medicated fillings called glass ionomers that whenever you place them onto the cavity, it soaks up uh, fluoride every time you brush and over time seeps that fluoride back into the teeth. So whenever you have low salivary gland function and you have low mineral output, uh, the glass ionomer type of filling can actually restore and put back that fluoride back into the teeth uh, over time, which is a cool... Uh, I call it a medicated filling, uh, and, and that kind of makes sense to a lot of people. And there's also a new, somewhat new uh, material that's been out for many years over in Japan and Europe. And back in 2016, I believe it was approved here in the in the U.S. for tooth sensitivity. But you can use it off-label to actually prevent uh, cavities. It's called silver diamine fluoride, uh, SDF. Uh, whenever I say, go get the SDF, they go, got it. I'll go grab that white bottle. I'm like, yes, that one. Uh, and it actually has... Uh, the most percentage, the most parts per million of fluoride that you can pump back into the mouth or pump back into the, the uh, tooth. It actually will s- arrest and stop cavities from progressing uh, wherever there is a cavity progressing, wherever you place it. Now, there's always a flip side. There's always a con. The biggest issue with this medication, the silver diamine fluoride, is whenever you do place it and you arrest the cavity, you stop the cavity from progressing, uh, it turns it black. Oh. And so you have to inform the patient. You have to make sure to say, you know, I don't know if this is a good uh, place for a filling to be placed. Uh, it's a very difficult uh, um, uh, angle, and I think the only way we can really arrest this or stop this from getting worse, let's place this medication. I just want you to know that it will turn black. Most patients, whenever you're dealing with root caries or a root cavity, uh, generally in the back of the mouth, p- patients don't really care that it is going to turn it, uh, it is going to discolor it. But you always have to have that discussion w- with patients. And there are probably dozens more treatments that I can get into because I'm such a dental nerd. But those are two of the biggest ones. That actually, that reminds me a little bit. Back in the day, it used to be whenever somebody would have their fillings and stuff, and I don't think you see the see it that much like this anymore. Is uh, when somebody would laugh and put their head back or whatever. You used to see all their dark fillings yes. in the back mm-hmm. of their mouth. You know, just from where they were darker back in the day. And I, I know that's one of the things that we covered. Years ago, probably, Dr. Steven, in one of our shows, is how these materials have gotten much more natural looking now. So when you get fillings, most of the time, you don't see those things, the, the same, like, dark places that are in the, uh, that own people's teeth. Yeah. This is, I just have, 
it's random memories probably from like church or whatever when I was growing up when you see older people laugh and they throw their head back and you just you know see these old lines of black spots in their in their where they've had fillings in their teeth. Uh, it's funny sure. that that's not a, it's not a thing it's anymore. Not, it's not, not really yeah, a thing. not as not as frequent. Uh, but if you start looking, it's funny. I just have noticed that more recently that uh, noticed a couple of personalities on TV that had a big laugh and like oh wow they still have you know some amalgams back there. Oh it's hey there you go yeah. right. But uh, yeah, back to the root caries thing. The other most basic thing we can do when you come in for your cleaning is put a little fluoride varnish over top of it, and that's going to help uh, put fluoride back into the tooth there and strengthen those areas as well. So just being vigilant and uh, and having that discussion with your hygienist and dentist is very important. Uh, once again, uh, if you wanted to get in with the final question this morning, you could do that at three zero four three four five fifty eight fifty eight three four five fifty eight fifty eight Grieve Dental Group dot com G H A R E E B Grieve Dental Group dot com one eight hundred Great Care is the phone number one eight hundred Great care is a number to get to the uh, the dental office closest to you if you have any questions about your dental hygiene or you're looking for um, second opinion or looking for a new dentist, anything along those lines, you can call that number to, uh, to get in there. We wanted to talk just a couple minutes before we get out of here today about smile design. And there was something, when I read about this last night, it, it triggered, a, again, a, a memory somewhere rolling around in the back of my head. It was just a turn of phrase that I read. It was either in a book that maybe maybe Stephen King wrote it or Robert McCameron or something. I don't really, I can't remember. It was a horror novel that I can remember, but it was talking about somebody smiling. It was, the villain was uh, especially toothsome, and uh, it was talking about them smiling, and it, and it uh, indicated that their smile was uncomfortable, that to, in order to make a smile, uh, to, for their mouth to make the smile, the way their teeth was arranged, that they never smiled because smiling made them feel uncomfortable. It made their lips hurt or whatever. I can't remember exactly how it was, how how it was phrased obviously i'm not a writer but that made me think of a question are there situations when you start talking about smile design and things like that where you have to do something to just make it easier for someone to smile can someone have physical uh, impediments or something that that is uh, a barrier to keep them from actually smiling readily yeah. yeah for sure i mean there's that's really a lot of the training that we do to learn exactly where to place a tooth in someone's smile it's not just for aesthetic purposes but it's also for functional purposes, too, because you use your teeth, uh, once you start thinking about it, to, to speak properly, to create s uh, certain sounds. And then a lot of people, most, most people probably have a relative or someone they know that maybe has a set of dentures that are not set in the right position, and their teeth are always clacking, or they, they can't say their S's correctly, or their F's, or however it may be. So there, it really is very important in the tooth position for functional purposes and comfort uh, because there are times when you make a set of dentures for someone or someone comes in and they say, yeah, I, I have these teeth, but I cannot get my mouth closed. It mm. feels like my mouth is always open. My smile, I, I can't bring my lips together. and Or I, I smile and I don't see any of my teeth at all. Mm -hmm. And why is that? You know, What's the problem here? And it's all because of the, pos the positioning of the teeth have not been placed correctly. So that's where... It's it's also funny that you mentioned uh, talking and seeing people at church with the fillings and when they're laughing. And I was I had this thought while I was uh, sending you this email, looking at the personalities on TV again. You know how once you really start looking at it, 
and you don't have to be a dentist to do this. I have conversations with patients about this all the time. They say, yeah, I'm obsessed with looking at these teeth. You got into my head with this yeah. before a couple <laughs> years ago, I remember. Excuse me. And it, Yeah, I mean, once you start looking, it's like all you can see. And then, like, man, how is it? I didn't notice this for so long on this individual. But, um, you know, not in a bad way, but it's just something that, uh, you know, it's a fun little game to play uh, with your own head. But, yes, uh, the positioning of the teeth are very important. And once you start looking for it, you'll see not only – how much tooth shows, but where the midline is as well. That's a big mm. thing to see, too. And that's fascinating in some of the research that's been done, how our, we have a, an allowance for midline discrepancies, we call them, for the, the right where their two front teeth come, come together. They can be shifted up to three millimeters each way before we visually say, man, that looks off. You know, it can really be off when you start measuring it, but it doesn't really hit that tipping point uh, until it's uh, until it's almost an entire tooth position off which is fascinating to me but yeah there's a lot of things that go into it um, but some little tricks to uh, to observe the question is how do you know that a tooth or teeth are colored too whitely so right. people get them too bright right and the guideline I use when patients come in and they say I want these teeth to be a little lighter I say, well, you know, these teeth are already really white, and I don't know that I can get them much whiter. The, the test is for a patient to let them look in the mirror there and look at the color of their teeth versus the color of the white of their eyes. Mm-hmm. So if your teeth are whiter than the whites of your eyes, we're, we've gone beyond the natural interesting. for sure. Oh, interesting. So that can start visually when someone's looking at you and you're looking at yourself in pictures. If your teeth outshine the whites of your eyes, then then you may be getting a little bit too bright. So that's one thing to, to pay attention to. Just about a minute left. I, I wanted to ask real quick, when you start talking about smile design like that, is it possible to be too perfect? Like one of the things that I've noticed, I think, with, with celebrities sometimes, I think there might be a difference between having something done like artistically where you have a really pretty smile with really white teeth and everything looks orderly, and then the person that looks like, they were they're an action figure like it's yeah. like their teeth are completely straight like a completely straight line completely white it almost looks unnatural sometimes when it's too good of a dental work i think yeah and that's um and we're getting into that element now with a lot of social media exposure people are are uh, idolizing the not the that are overly too perfect right. it's just obviously then not not looking very natural but, uh, but, yeah, what you can do with that is adding gradients into teeth is very important. But um, some patients come in and they want the, that chiclet smile that's just all bright, all white, with no characterization to it. Um, and they've been conditioned uh, to like that. But we m- most often like to do things in a very natural way that makes people look a lot more uh, you know, youthful and fresher feeling and looking. And you do that by adding some characterization into the teeth and some gradients that allow uh, natural light transmission. So then in photographs, you're not you know, reflecting back all that white, uh, that light uh, when you're smiling. So, so yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely an art to it, and we have some very talented ceramists uh, in our office to, to help do that. 
That's uh, great information, as always. Wrapping up the show today with Dr. Stephen Grieve and Dr. Carson Henley from Grieve Dental Group. More information online, grievedentalgroup.com. Dr. Grieve can be found in the South Charleston location. Dr. Henley can be found in the Canal City location. Either way, you can go to 1-800 or you can uh, go to grievedentalgroup.com, G-H-A-R-E-E-B, grievedentalgroup.com, and call 1-800-GREAT-CARE to get to the closest location to you for the Grieve Dental Group. Dr. Stephen, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Dale. And Dr. Carson, thank you so much for your time today as well. Love it. We'll see you next time. Everybody have a great day. You're listening to WCHSAM 96.5 FM Charleston and 104.5 Cross Lanes, a West Virginia Radio Corporation station. It's 9 o'clock. From ABC News. I'm Sherry Preston. President Biden today holds a virtual meeting with G7 leaders about the August 31st deadline for all U.S. troops to be out of Afghanistan. The Taliban says that date is firm, some asking if it could be extended. ABC News senior foreign correspondent Ian Pannell is at the airport in Kabul near an airlift about to take off. We're now hearing by the Washington Post this morning of a secretive meeting between William Burns, the director of the CIA, and Mullah Barada, the de facto leader of the Taliban. I will be astonishing, not confirmed by the CIA, but if it happened it would seem that the key topic of discussion With the Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere This is your captain speaking, uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky No, no, nothing like that, it's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.